All right. NSFA episode one with your hosts, Robbie and Garrett, who's myself. Robbie? Hey, Garrett. We are starting a podcast now. That's great. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) A couple of morons. Anyways, since we always have these conversations, I feel like we definitely need to record. And since we are both freshly out of school, we definitely need to talk about our school opinions. I hate school. <laughs> I absolutely despise it. It's it's literally like one of my biggest issues with modern day society is how school is laid out. It's. Oh, I, <laughs> I, I was I was just gonna say it sucked. I didn't... Well, of course it sucks. But that's what I'm saying. You go into this hole. <laughs> the system is awful. Well, well the system. Uh, and we could talk about it institutionally, like the way that school is just hasn't been adapted to modern way of ways of life i mean for show. the first time you know we actually are using the internet for a lot of school because of a global pandemic rather than actual improvements in the way that people think and the way that people actually live their day-to-day lives well i actually don't mind that much about how schools run it's just like just the concept of school is pretty awful you know like <laughs> it's funny because a, bu- a bunch of people we went to school with are gonna like listen to this. <laughs> wow, I, I hated everyone. No, but I was just saying, like high school, you're like you get by by like just talking to random people that you don't care about. Like it's just a te- it's literally just a teenage war zone of just it, yeah hormones. Yeah, because I mean like when. <sighs> I'm not an outgoing person, uh, to say the least. And first, there's like a lot of people in school that will be like really outgoing personalities, and they'll they'll do things like that just don't make sense to me. Like you know, if you see somebody like doing something that's like kind of dumb, like who cares? Why not just like ignore them if they're not bothering you? But no, there's so many people that are like, oh, let me go point out this thing that I think is dumb and run over there and you know do whatever. I don't know. I, it's just. School is just so dumb. Like it's it's just a playground for teenagers. Like to me, school feels less about learning subjects to like better yourself and ready you for life, and more of just like babysitting until you're eighteen. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> so, I'm, I'm just like I I don't know because because I was in a I'm not gonna name it obviously, but I was in a special program. That kind of like excluded us uh, from those kind of people. Like, kind of made us like, you know, you know, I'm gonna say it, the IB program. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't know why you didn't want to name it. Uh, Who cares? Everybody knows. Anybody that's had experience with IB will will maybe not outwardly admit it, but will say that it is it's dumb. But I mean, you do get that is true from what I've seen since I didn't. I did all standard classes, and from what I've heard from people that I know in IB is like it sucks but you still have people that are less I don't know stupid as if that's like the correct way to put it but like I'm just saying a lot of the the dumb (laughs) shit happens in regular classes I'm just saying dude I don't get that diploma till like one year. If they find this podcast, <laughs> I need that. Do I need a diploma? <laughs> Paper. I don't know because I'd be. It was, it's just unique. 
you know like it's like you get looked at like a like a smug like know-it-all <laughs> like there's always factions in school like personally i only know of pva and ib which are on two and then regular people which is just ugh, disgusting <laughs> where it's just like on ib we get treated like we're like the most important thing on the school and the pva kids are very important too but are usually the butt of like everyone's jokes <laughs> like, yeah because they're the the artsy fartsy dumb kids that are like you know they're the stereotypically very outwardly expressive but very cringy people it's it's just really funny to me though because i met a lot of artists in ib who were just like yeah I was like, we should be in pva right now <laughs> instead i'm clowning them for pink hair <laughs> I think that's exactly why a lot of like the the more serious artists do IB still. I I don't know, man. It's it's a little bit more successful. I've got plenty of stories from stupid things that have happened to me at school, and I think I'm less shy about it, like calling people out because of just how over it I am. Um, Oh my god! Another thing I hate about school, though, for real, is um, is just like. Freshman year is supposed to be seen as like the worst year, and I don't know how it was for someone who wasn't in IB. But freshman year was the happiest I've ever been at school. Uh, for me, it wasn't. Um, but I don't think it was the least happy I'd ever been either, though. Um, senior year blue. <laughs> oh yeah, senior year sucked. I can tell you that. I was only there for six months because I graduated not- like a half year early, you know, a semester early. We're also the type of guys who aren't even like upset that we like didn't have proms or anything. I was gonna oh, take you. <laughs> yeah, it's not like I would have gone anyways. You were gonna fly. We were joking that you were gonna fly here, and I was gonna take you. <laughs> <laughs> that would be that would be the only way that someone would ever get me into a prom, like a <laughs> high school prom. Ugh. Like you and I have, like our friend group has been clowning prom for a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've been clowning prom since before we were even in high school. And the way that, like, it's just, I don't know. I don't see what the point of it is. It's just, like, all the popular kids get together and fuck. Like, <laughs> Well, if the Annapolis was doing something new this year that we didn't get to see, was that, like, a nice, because I really don't even, like, know, but it was, like, a, like a casino-esque oh. area. And I guess yeah, people... that's, I think that's kind of what my school does. People are like, all, like, usually, oh, but, yeah. like, that doesn't take away from the fact that I think it'd be stupid. Because I feel like even when like going to prom, there's still like those separate factions, as you mentioned, where like you're gonna see like, oh well, there's the there's the lonely kids sitting over there by them by themselves at the card tables while everybody else is like grinding on the dance floor. That's why that's why I was always so confused, like why people would get on me about not going to like homecomings and stuff. The last homecoming I went to, my the people I was with bailed on me, and I just stood there until it was over. Yeah, like it's people will get mad at you for not going, but then if you do go, they're gonna clown on you the whole time for being antisocial. Like this is what you this you brought this upon yourself. This is what you wanted. We're also like not the ideal, like for, like uh, prom isn't really made for guys, if you know what I mean, in a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think I know what you're saying. Because of like, 
TV. No, it's and, like, like the whole event of like, oh, I get a pretty dress and take nice pictures and things like that. It's just I... like, you know, like, you know, like when they were showing like Disney movies, it's like, it's always like the focal point. Like, oh, it's prom. They're taking like the varsity football player. But in reality, most guys did not want to go to prom, like, especially not alone. Like everyone's like, oh, I'll just take my friends. But I was like, if you're going to take your friends there, just go somewhere else. <laughs> I, that's, that's something, yeah, I never got. Like, if you are able to go to prom and just go with your friends for like an entire night, why not just go do something that's more fun with the same group of friends and you can wear like comfortable clothes then? The last homecoming I went, we literally left midway through. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, that's, I didn't go, go to any school events really because I have just an absolute abundant amount of school spirit. And <laughs> I, I mean... don't miss it. I don't regret not doing it whatsoever. Um, was it uh, was it coming up when you were in a relationship though? Because that was why I went the last time. That I was going to be the reason why I went, and then I just went no. Mm, interesting. Figured it wouldn't really be that good of a time, anyways. I would have <laughs> rather done anything else. That is true. <laughs> I technically did end up doing something else. <laughs> <laughs> well. We fancily hung out somewhere else. <laughs> See, that's I don't know. I'm not a I'm not one for big gatherings um, whatsoever. Um, I mean, I guess nobody is now because of Corona. But <laughs> it's no, I, no. See, you can't even say that now, though. <laughs> Everyone's like hanging out at the Bahamas now. Oh, yeah, that's true. I know. It's like, oh, it's summer break. Who cares that there's more than a million infected like Corona people? Corona stopped existing. <laughs> Just ignore it, dude. I mean, I'm not I gonna. I'm not gonna say that I haven't done my fair share of breaking quarantine or whatever. But I, I definitely haven't. I've been it, so it, chill. <laughs> I don't know. This, I, I thrive at home. Uh, for the most part, uh, like I don't really ever start itching to go out and party or anything like that i just want to like see my friends and play video games so it's not very hard for me to like quarantine um i I think i kind of agree with that i just go to like friend parties yeah yeah i like there were a bunch of big parties that i like heard about and i was like i was like well that's cool i guess Go to the go for the party. Come dude, home for the coof. It's literally all old drugs, though. <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind of how parties go. Like, why would just, I, I was I would say like in high school or in college, but I think that's just kind of how they go in general. It's like, why would I want to hang out with the varsity wrestling team, anyways? You just you just go there and you get drunk or high or both, though. and then you fucking either get arrested or go home. <laughs> Oh my gosh. It just, I don't know. It doesn't sound like fun to me. Um, just, I don't know. It just, it's just different. I guess. I guess people we're are, just, we're the outcasts anyway. That's why we're sitting here doing a podcast instead of party. <laughs> Dude, you're making a. <laughs> the, the problem was, you, you say that, I don't even feel like I fit in that category at all. Like the quiet, like outsider kid. I know. I, well, I don't like trying to like having to be in a specific category or something like that like i don't 
just, I just don't want to talk to all the popular kids because they're annoying. Because you and I are pretty extroverted in our group chats. <laughs> well, we're we're extroverted around each other, and then we're introverted in like public. Bunch of nobodies. <laughs> so I, I think it's still just we're very introverted, but just like you know, when you get comfortable around your friends, like everybody's comfortable around their friends. Or at least they should be. If not, probably need to find some better friends. But you know, uh, all I'm saying is my freshman year was the best because, like, nothing's more fun than making people who are leaving the next year angry. <laughs> I know what you're talking about with that. Like, See, I'm... I don't know. For me, it was a lot different though because I I just had moved across the country, and I was oh, coming yeah, into yeah, school yeah. late. So I was like a month late. So by by the time I got into school as a freshman, like, you know, you're in mostly all freshman classes, but it's not like everybody's new. It's like everybody's either got their friends from middle school or they have like found new friends over the course of the month that they've been in school. And so I was just coming in and just that was like truly the quiet outsider kid moment for me. Um, oh, oh and- I'm just saying, like, it's just as a junior. I, I'm like, I'm definitely like a freshman's man. Like, I'm like the upperclassman. I didn't bully freshmen for just like existing. Yeah. Or as a senior, I wasn't like that. But I regret my advice of telling people to just like lay low. Because it, it in reality, it really doesn't matter what the juniors and seniors really think about you. Because well, like, they're leaving anyways. They're, juniors are just happy to not be an underclassman anymore. So they're probably going to leave you alone. And then the seniors are just you have tired be, of everything and just want to leave. You have to be pretty low grade as a senior to pick on a freshman. Yeah, and to like deliberately do it. I mean, like, yeah, making like one like comment or something when there's, I don't know, like if you're in like a like a class that has all grades and you like you know make some like joke or something like that's one thing. But like yeah, no but senior or junior really goes out of their way to find and assault freshmen. So like, anyways. If I could retake my advice, I'd just say, just be you. Because I found out that I tried to take my own advice that I started telling people later and ended up breaking it anyway. <laughs> yeah, I've got a couple of regrets with that. Is like the thing I didn't realize when moving here um, is that like I had no prior like reputation for like who I was. So like no matter like what kind of person I was in middle school, I was able to just be myself and create my own um, like persona i guess and like just the way that everybody can like sees me is up to me at that point i probably could have done a better job at doing that instead of just being the kid that is silent the entire year because that's what i ended up becoming like throughout the rest of the year was just the kid in the back that was quiet for the entire thing and like nobody knew my voice um that's so that's interesting you say that you're saying you became more of a quiet guy I feel like I became, I had like the opposite problem where I didn't fit into any category because I'm extroverted with certain people. I'm introverted with a lot of outsiders and I'm also pretty rude sometimes. I'm not the <laughs> nicest human. <laughs> I will threaten you. At some point we can <laughs> talk about that uh, incident. Oh my gosh, there's no way. <laughs> Episode 50, maybe I'll talk about that. Um, got to be an anniversary episode for you to talk about that one. Oh my god i'm such an idiot <laughs> i'll admit it i have a big temper on me yeah very short one very short and loud one. 
short fuse. That's literally our friend group, though. Everybody's pretty <laughs> short fused, yeah. We we're we're really good about not. Hold, that's another thing I hate about school is the the freaking grudges that people hold on you for doing one thing wrong. Like at least in our friend group, it's like a bomb. Like you just explode, and then eventually you just burn out and you get tired. Yeah, we can rebuild the buildings that we bomb. <laughs> but in like in high school, it's like subtle. Like people just hate you behind your back. Yeah, that's that's the thing that I just can't stand about people our age. Is like I guess I've always kind of like gravitated towards people older than me there's people that are more mature than like the people around me because like i i just i don't understand that i guess i'm just one that doesn't shy away from telling you how i feel um but like when you just have you've come to find out through like this chain of 11 people that some guy that you had in your first period math class two two and a half years ago like hates you for one thing you did one time it's like I just I don't understand why people would hold on to that and just it's almost like as time goes on they get angrier and angrier about the certain thing and they'll just they'll be like oh you know at first it'll just be a little bit like oh well I didn't really like what they did and then eventually you're hearing from them two years later like I'm gonna kill you tonight like chill out I I I just it's just I've I've. I did pride myself on not being in drama a lot, but I was like a complete hypocrite about that because I ended up being put in drama, and you you heard about it constantly. Yeah, where it was it like it seems like any time you would you would come online and start talking, it'd be like a new thing that you'd be mad about it, that like everybody <laughs> would know about. Like, oh, I can't stand blah blah blah. <laughs> it's it's just because I'm so like selective about friends, which I mean. Makes me come off kind of mean sometimes. So I'm like, just because you talk to me in our one class doesn't make us friends. I mean, yeah. it makes me seem mean, but it's true. And then for well, some, there's a lot of that in high school, though. To be fair, a, but like a ton of that, a ton of that drama was just like I'd let one friend in, and then they do something, and then I just get roped into it. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> But again, I think that's just I'm the loser every time. I lose every time. Not even the main part of it. But like, I I mean, I got over it most of the time. Like most (laughs) of the time I've vented to you about, I'm kind of like, whatever now. Like I'm over it. I'm probably never going to see those people ever again. Hopefully I don't. Yeah. It's like, whatever. in a gross way so i'm i'm an adult now like i'm most likely never going to see or talk to you ever again so yeah yeah i think that's one of the nice things about being done though is just not having to having to worry about dealing with any like the high school stuff like you just move on if you happen to see one of those other people and they're still holding a grudge from high school like then you don't look like the immature one anymore even if you weren't <laughs> to begin with uh yeah but like my statement about true friends, like never became more true though than recently. With, with uh, I don't know if I've talked about, it, but like people are just like just being like, "Hey, do you want to still be friends?" And I was like, "How did we even end up in this conversation?" It was like, and then it just becomes like a whole ordeal, and then they're just like, "Oh, we're not friends anymore." And I was like, "What was the point of being there for you in the first place then?" Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I haven't had any of that happen to me, um, but I guess because I was very, very selective with the people that I talked to, 
in high school. So like if I if I like considered somebody a friend in high school, I probably still talk to them now. Um but like the thing is most of my friends through high school lived on the east coast while I was in the middle of the country. So it, I guess that's kind of like a statement of like the way that the way that friendships actually work. I guess that is true. I do consider mainly just the people I talk on Xbox as my <laughs> you guys are my bros <laughs> the boys. Yeah. Like I'd rather like talk with you guys and go to like a party. Yeah. That's that was one of my things usually is like when I was like a freshman or sophomore but more so being like a junior and senior, it was like I could go to I could go to this school event where I don't know anyone because like either I'm a junior and like I know like maybe one or two people or I'm a senior and most of my friends are either in a grade below me or already graduated so that I don't know hardly like anybody at all, like even less than if I was a junior or I can just stay at home and talk to my actual friends. <laughs> like, We'll see. And so I never picked going to that event. It's like a little different in a way though. Cause once again, I was, I was in like the program and stuff in IB where you, every class you see the same people like five times. Yeah. So it's like, you're not meeting anyone new. You're stuck with the same people. So you just, you just put on a smile and you're like, Oh, okay. Like, it's like, it's like, cool. You know, my name, what else? Like, yeah. Most people in IB probably don't even know that I, I wanted to be an artist. They're just so, is that? Is that one kid that's kind of angry only, sometimes. People only knew me for probably ROTC at best. Uh, the one kid that sometimes wears a uniform or something. That's going to get drafted. It was, like, <laughs> well, that, it was like, well, that joke wore out really quickly. I don't yeah. know. It's just, yeah. just dumb. Teachers are yeah. pretty cool, though. I did not. My hatred for teachers usually was when they came for me, which I think they tell people, teachers in IB, to do. I don't know. I think you have to be a special type of moron to teach IB. Because <laughs> you, you gotta you gotta be one of those teachers that's like, you know, if one of your kids has like a C, even if the class is really hard and the kid wants to just get a C, then you're like, oh, well, you should really be bringing that grade up. Like, no. You see, the thing is, I didn't even take the hard IB classes. Uh, I took the easy classes. And then, like, you know, the typical, like, oh, my God, this math class is so hard. And it's like, oh, you chose to take that math class, though. Yeah, that's a lot of the things that you, they, like, you hear from people in IB is, this class is so hard. And I sit there and go, like, okay, but we both have the same decision to make when we were sophomores. We could go into this program knowing that it was going to be harder. But, you know, in, there could be some benefits, you know, in air quotes, like after high school for getting into colleges or having college credit. Sometimes just take the easier classes and then you don't have to complain about it. It is true. I do believe if you take stuff that's harder, you shouldn't be able to complain unless you're screwed over. Yeah. I mean, if, if like, if you stay up all night doing homework and you just you just you can't you don't have the time in the day to get it all done because you're doing like extracurriculars and you have like the hardest classes and everything, but it's because like you genuinely genuinely like wanted to do those things or that like, you wanted the benefits from them, but you just don't have the time in the day and the teacher doesn't even give you the courtesy 
that one human should give to another. Like, okay, yeah, you can complain. But if you like, if all you do is you, you just take the hardest classes and then you go home and you don't do any of the homework and then you show up and then you complain about, oh, I have a C in this class. It's so hard. It's like, well, you chose to do it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I can, I can probably vouch for that. I would say, though, that complaining is like part of being an IB kid. Like It's like a rite of passage. <laughs> well, yeah, I know. I've heard I heard a lot of that. I'm not I'm not free of like being all like oh this freaking this class like I never complain about not having enough time though cuz that wasn't true. <laughs> I I took I did stuff after class like I did clubs and stuff. Yeah. And then I was just like I stayed up late anyway so I didn't get the homework done. I actually got a lot of my work done on the bus, right? <laughs> the bus because, is a productive place or it was for me at least when it I was, was I was just like this is like complain, complain, complain. I was like, are you gonna get like? See, that's why I don't. I don't feel. T- I don't like attack the people that said like IB's the worst, and then like got out of it. Mm-hmm. It was just like, okay, that's what they thought, and they got out of it. Enough said. I'm not yeah. saying I'm free of not saying. Oh, I want to get out of IB. I. I mean, I brought up the fact that I was kind of forced in the program multiple times, but that was like towards the end, like you know. Like senior year, where it's just like everyone's just like, "Wow, we might actually not get the diploma after all this hard work." Mm-hmm. And then, and then you have to listen to like regular students just like rubbing it in your face. And it's just like, <laughs> <laughs> like, "Oh, we told you so. We told you so." And it's like, "Yeah, you're failing algebra too, though." So, like, what do you know? <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know. I just took regular classes and got good grades. Yeah, which more power to you. <laughs> I mean, it made for a lot less stress because I'm not like a, I'm not a very school heavy individual. Like I like to think that I have intelligence, but I school yeah, is clearly not a place that I thrive. I just, oh, I'm just a creative guy. It's probably the main problem. Too creative for these books. I I don't mean <laughs> I say like freaking math books. I wish math never existed. <laughs> I, I didn't mean that, but I just mean like I I enjoy writing but writing stories i don't care about like and in, in page 428 of book b the character felt this way why and then they hear and then like an open-ended question you write your answer it's like well no that's not what she was thinking it was like well why was it an open-ended question then <laughs> it's, it's like <laughs> you're asking what do i think and it's like well what you think is wrong yeah, I like they even made art unfun. Like I was in an art <laughs> class, and they were all cool. All the students were cool. Even my teacher loved him. He was great, Mr. Luciani. Shout out. <laughs> right. but, but it was just like you do art, and then like he he says it's like oh it's good it's bad or like you should he never said it was bad but it was like you should fix this or you know other people in my IB class are gonna argue that I might have been one of his favorites. But it was just like, it's like, oh, you fix this. Or like, what if we did this? And it's like, but then you get to like the IB grading towards the end. And it's like linear. And I was like, how are you coming up with a grading scale for art? Yeah, I know. I've seen all that stuff because like the way that my school worked is when you're a freshman and sophomore, they had like every class was like a hybrid IB class where you still have to do like like IB style like grading for like a lot of projects and things like that 
um, except it was just regular classes. And then, you know, if you were tired of that, you just don't do IB. And if you, for some reason, liked that or just wanted to, you know, do IB in general, then you do it. But it was every single subject turned into something really dumb and hard to learn with. Like, I ended up having a harder time learning as a freshman and sophomore when it was easier material than I did as a junior and senior because I didn't have to deal with all the IB stuff. I, I, I don't know. It was just freshman, freshman, and even kind of the beginning of sophomore year. It's just like, I'm still like a student, like a normal student. I'm hanging out with my friends because, you know, shout out to Bates. <laughs> all the God friends there. Doing IB. Freaking, yeah. Freshman year. You're not in IB yet, so you're just being a stupid freshman, pissing off seniors. <laughs> just like, oh, that that freshman sucks, and it's just like, it's whatever. You're, yeah. you're like a baby, so you're like, you're old. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. See, the chocolate milk incident is a prime example of that. Senior, junior, and sophomore me would not have done that. <laughs> the freshman you, when you see a carton of milk rolling across the table. You only have one thing going through your mind, and it's smashed. Okay, let me. Okay, let me go through that story. Because <laughs> there's like a. Fr- I've said it to us multiple times, but I'll just say it to the audience. Fresh freshman year, before before even you could get lunch in the hallways, you had to get lunch in the cafeteria like a peasant. <laughs> and one time, I sat with my friend Bryant, and we were just chilling at arguably maybe a senior table but a senior table that was like half empty so naturally we got shunned over to the left side <laughs> and i had chocolate milk or something and at some point during i don't know i'm like a cartoon character freshman year so i probably knocked it with my hand and just didn't realize or something and it's rolling on the table just sideways like how a bottle rolls and then brian just looks at me it's like slow motion. It's like bullet time. Like it's just rolling really slowly. And uh, Bryant and I just kind of look at each other. And he's just like, you won't. And then just in my brain, I was just like, oh, he thinks I won't. And then I just made a fist and I smashed it. And obviously, I don't know what I was thinking. In my brain, the cap wouldn't have shot off. But if you know anything about freaking science, it just <laughs> the cap blew off and shot all over my friend Ayani. And it was just the funniest all three of us were crying like i like i did like that laugh where you're like not even like making a noise it's just like air leaving <laughs> it was like it was like that silent like all your all your face muscles is cramped kind of laugh and brian's just crying because he didn't even think i'd really do it and then the seniors just just obliterate us and the lunch ladies just start shredding me and i just didn't care <laughs> it was just it's just how we were. We were crazy. It was just fun. Brian and I did so much crazy stuff. And I want to. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna leave it at that story before there's always future material for Brian. We go on a tangent. We can literally waste do a whole, of material. <laughs> I was like, we could do a whole episode of just Brian and I doing stupid stuff. But like, yeah. it was just, my point is, just freshman year, you're just free. You're you. You're a middle schooler. It's like, oh, it's high school. Now plus high, getting used to all the weird stuff. You see all the seniors, they're like living lamppost. <laughs> it's like, whatever. Like, get out of my way, bro. Get <laughs> the, bent. The, the future is here. <laughs> yeah, the 
you then you decide to go into IB and by the time you get to junior and senior you have no more yeah then sophomore year, sophomore oh, year all that go home and do my homework and then sophomore year all my creativity got sucked out of me <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh you know what after that I feel like I would like to move into something a little bit, <laughs> a little bit with a little bit more joy in it <laughs> A little less depressing. Just like we just ranted about like how sad we are. <laughs> this is supposed to be a depressed podcast. Let's talk about you. I mean, everyone's probably got a lot more opinions on YouTube now that starting off dumb. All right, everyone's stuck in stuck indoors now. Yeah. Well, YouTube's been like kind of a safe haven for me, um, like being inside. And it's like to the point where, you know, you start getting kind of bored of all the games you already have, but you're not really making any money to get anything new. Just got to watch a Markiplier video. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that for me, whatever, whatever. Everybody's Markiplier. But I mean, I don't know. It's YouTube's a good platform for that. But then again, there's also it's got its fair share of problems. I thought are... YouTube is... This also fleeds into my opinions of social media a little bit, but like, <laughs> a, like YouTube and social media are just like prime, just like, oh, what are you, what are you upset, little baby, little, little baby man? <laughs> cry? You wanna, you wanna go? You wanna see what everybody else is doing? Everybody's having a good time. You're not. You're gonna cry about it, huh? It's just like, oh, let me make this video. And then the comment section is like, oh, you suck. Or they're like, we love you. And then it's like, like even now, like, I haven't really researched as much, but all about the, the cancel culture stuff. Like you and I earlier, t- maybe like 10 minutes ago, we're talking about the Jenna Marbles thing of her getting canceled. Not exactly 10 minutes, but I mean, yeah, I don't know. There, like... Things, like, things like that. But for me, one of like the big examples that comes up when I talk, like hear cancel culture and like the way that it's flooding social media and YouTube is like the the people that are fans of Joji that had no idea that he is filthy Frank and all of the stuff that he did on there and all of a sudden like they want to cancel him because you know they found out that he's made edgy content before like little do they know he's the godfather of edgy content on YouTube and people just i don't know (laughs) i i I understand like they're a fan of his music and everything but usually if you're like if you're that big of a fan of an artist for one you don't just out of nowhere go oh no i hate them now because they did this one thing in the past but you also kind of like look into what else they do like if you're a fan of somebody's like youtube videos maybe you're a fan of like if they do a podcast or maybe you're a fan of like their merch line if they do something that's actually unique or something like that but it seems like his fans didn't care about anything besides he makes sad, relatable teen music. <laughs> oh, wait, he made edgy content. Now I hate him. I, and it's just, it makes me angry. My my personal opinion on cancel culture is that, like, well, first of all, they had to do something in the past. So it's like, I mean, I'm not, like, trying to be like, oh, anything you do in the past should matter. Like, everyone's like, Oh, you shouldn't focus on the past. You should just focus on what they're doing so great in the future, which is also like a negative way of thinking on the topic. But I just personally feel like if the, 
they've been dealing with hate since they've mm-hmm. been on YouTube. Like, yeah. does like does he care? Like, does Joji care that anyone's Probably saying not. Like, no. The, like the Jenna Marbles thing only bothers me because now it's like, oh, she kind of like imply that she's leaving YouTube or whatever, and like everyone's like, oh, and now everyone's like blaming just like the internet now we're just like this yeah it's, it's like all the people that did like want to cancel her are like backpedaling now and are like oh no like now that she's now that she's sad about it now it's like oh we we shouldn't you know we should blame the internet even though we were the ones that did this well, it's like just the... be on a side just pick a side like i can't whatever you may think about cancel culture just pick a side and be on it let's see what i feel like is i I don't feel like they are backpedaling in a way. I feel like it's just like, oh, okay. She's can't like if you want her canceled, then it's like, oh, great. But then it's like you're disappointing all her actual fans. Like she is. Like she's being like, oh, like has she not heard negative feedback before or something? Like why is I don't it just think it's that? I think it's just that like it's more than just you know, a, a little section of people just commenting like, oh, you're fucking ugly. I hate you. It's it's like a whole group of people coming together to it, like try to slander her on purpose, which I can understand why it's like upsetting because it's, you know, your fan base is turning on you. Like it's, I feel like, you know, I mean, we've talked about starting a YouTube channel. We're probably going to for actual like YouTube content. But like, you know, I feel like if we started gathering a fan base, right, and then all of a sudden half two thirds, you know, whatever big fraction of our fan base all of a sudden just starts turning on us. You know, we hate you get off the site. Everything you do is trash. Like that's not exactly something that's easy to brush off compared to a couple comments just saying like, you know, you're stupid. Okay. Maybe, maybe it's hard for me to put myself in her shoes, but if that was happening, I would just be like, okay, I still have a third one-third of fans that still want to see my content yeah that's true i guess i mean i i don't think i would do what she did in her position like i don't think i would like stop youtube but then again i haven't been in that position i haven't been in the position where i have a large following and then like a lot of them hate you like i mean if you have a hundred fans and half of them hate you you still have 50 people out of the hundred total you've ever had that like you but when you have like millions of people that hate you like if you have like you know however many subscribers she has like let's just just say like as a base number probably completely inaccurate just probably way too low but like five million right if half of your fan base out of five million people hate you that's two and a half million people that now despise you Uh, it's a lot more pressure i feel like depending on your size of your audience depends on like how you really react it's it's like that classic like it's like there isn't a winning side because there's ones like, oh, you're too sensitive. And there's other ones like, well, the internet's too aggressive. Like, you, like, because you and I currently kind of have like, like, a different opinions on it where I'm just like, well, as long as there's people who still like my stuff, I want to do it. But you're like, yeah. since we haven't been to that point of view, like, I get what you're saying. You're just saying, like, if the majority hates you, you're going to be, you're going to feel bad. I'm not yeah. saying, I'm not saying you don't feel bad, but like, I'm going to sound like really kind of, dumb right now but i was like i'm usually like a type of like as long as like some people like want to see it like i don't know how youtube works with like her financial but she still has subscribers so i assume she's still making decent income i would be i would be like well those people who want me canceled um like 
who cares like yeah what they say hurts but like i still have a supportive fan base behind me even if it's not all of them i still have like someone i mean i do get what you're saying and i'd probably feel the same way if that actually was happening to me like you know if in in the end if you really do want to be like a good entertainer you got to stay loyal to the people that like your content the people that actually you know want you to escape whatever garbage they have going on in their daily lives to like feel better for a little bit or to just you know get lost in something that they enjoy it's the same thing with like you know if i guess let's say like take something that we don't really like like let's say let's say all of a sudden a bunch of people more so than already start like really hating on epic games with fortnite right and they're just like we need to get fortnite taken down and then epic games goes like okay we're gonna take it down but like then there's still those people that maybe they come home play it just to escape so i do see what you're saying with that um i just i have no idea how to react and like you said it is kind of like a lose there's no winning side or anything like if she stops doing youtube then everybody's gonna be like oh well you're you're disappointing your loyal fans and you're being too sensitive but then if she keeps going she's just going to continue to get more and more hate and then that's going to build up on her psyche and really it is it is but it's just like it's like i don't i don't know the statistics but i feel like if it isn't significantly the majority it's like who like who cares like in her video i've seen like a little bit of it she's talking about like oh i didn't mean to do this blah 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 blah. and it's like okay i mean like that should you didn't mean to do this i don't even think it was as bad as the internet even makes it i don't know i'm not too educated on this specific example from what brian like said when he was like it barely even it barely is anything and if it truly is barely nothing and it's not even the majority quitting youtube especially when she's like a titan of youtube that's like what everyone that's what everyone in the comments section is like oh my god the, uh, you're making og i think see, the problem is that creators need to be more specific about stuff because generalizing the internet just makes everyone feel bad and not just the cancer like just being like this is your fault like it's like well it's not her fans fault that sure. are supporting her it just makes content creators look like dictators in a way it's just like why'd you do this this is your fault that's true i mean when you when you get hate especially i mean then again bryant isn't the the most pc person so him thinking that it's not much maybe maybe he just you know whatever i haven't seen it so i don't personally have any opinion on it right now i just assume it's like it seems like a Nicki minaj thing okay so I assume maybe she like paint herself brown or something Okay, well, I mean, like, okay, it's kind of bad, but, like, you, I it's feel like, like canceling, like, from just for, like, you know, for the, I feel like, because she hasn't really had that much, like, big drama before, really. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, I have no idea. I but, know. like, if, if it's, like, your first time really having big drama, like, you got to get through it. You can't, you can't just quit. You, It's kind of, yeah. I think it's a touchy subject, but it's it's kind of seems, like, irrational to abandon everything that you've been doing for such a long time and all the people that you've been you know supplying content to for a long time just because of like one thing i mean if you think about like the think about people like pewdiepie have had so many different like times where people try to like cancel him but he yeah, just keeps just like whatever 
like uh, that i feel like that's how you should act when you're a big like creator you know, yeah, but, yeah i i just feel like it's like like it's like when people are like trying to try to like cancel well they, i guess they can't cancel him but it's like it's like when people were like offended by like what ray william johnson was doing in like the early days and i was like but it's like everyone was doing that like i'm not saying just because everyone was doing it back then it's good but it's yeah. kind of like if you were like um i don't i don't like it's like if i it's like if you met me now and then like in the past i told you i did something relatively awful like not like not like hum like unhuman awful but like it was something like bad you wouldn't be like well why'd oh, you yeah, do that open like, an orphanage and it's like okay yeah now i hate you but if it's like oh yeah a few years ago i i don't know hit a woman that was younger than me and the rock story remember remember my rock story? rock story yeah yeah it's like that that i i understand like that was awful but it's like it's not like you'd be like oh you're an awful person because you did that in the past yeah like you do something you make some mistake and then like it seems fine in the moment and you're like you know it's it's okay nobody's really being that upset about it or anything and then it comes back to bite you way later in the future or way further in the future where like all of a sudden somebody digs something up you know some internet archaeologist historian person digs up like something that you fun of this person and then all of a sudden you're just you're getting slandered for something that you didn't ever think would come back so the problem is you and i aren't internet famous so i don't know what happens after the the camera stops recording that's true as you and i as normal teenage guys it's just like oh someone's making fun of me um turn computer off live in my giant mansion yeah it's like it's like when you get all those cyberbullying presentations in school and like it's always like you know oh you guys got to treat each other nicer on the internet it's like well no one's doing that. that laptop screen you can hit the power button it's not that hard but i guess once once you're like, you know, sort of internet famous in the way that like, if you then go out and get groceries and someone recognizes you, they could do something drastic, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, it is it is different when you have a lot more people that can recognize you. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I like that I like led off with saying this was going to be happier. And then we talked about cancel culture. <laughs> we, just, we really went straight down the drain. <laughs> you know, actually... Life is pretty awful. Like, <laughs> hmm, come to think of it, I think this all kind of sucks. Okay, but since I'm going to try and write off the our cancel culture conversation, this one's going to be a big one. What is our opinion on social media? Um. Well, I don't really do very much with social media. It's like I have a dying Instagram meme page. And like I have other social medias, but I don't really use them. And uh, it's usually an outlet for a lot of pain. <laughs> it's just that we're not we're not. What's like the fake job? Everyone is like inspirer, inspirationer, influencer. Yeah, I mean, okay, but if if I was an influencer, I guess I'd use it more. But then again, like look at like what people like Too Mad do on Instagram. They just post like random funny garbage. Which is like, basically what our friend group tries to do. It's, yeah, it's pretty much what we do already. So at like, the, <laughs> at this point, I'm kind of convinced we just post stuff to make each other laugh. Yeah, 
which I think is what social media should be. It should be like something that you can use to like, not really like form a community, but like for the people around you to just have a general good time together without having to be there in person, which is kind of like the point of it. Like it's, it's internet media with social aspects so that you don't have to, you know, do the old fashioned call someone on their landline and (laughs) schedule a date and time and write down on a piece of paper and then like hope that everybody shows up at the right time. Well, it's just because you and I are just like, we're very similar, but our opinion on Instagram was just like, it was like, we like call out people a lot. Like you, I've, I've, you really don't like it when people do things. Okay. Think about it though. It's just like, I'm a part of something and then like coronavirus, everyone's like, I just doubling back is what makes me angry. Like when you post like, Oh, thanks for making our, making our, um, our, quarantine longer this is all your fault and then you post a picture of you with eight other people on the beach taking senior <laughs> pictures <laughs> hashtag senior sunday like like have you i'm a graduate you're yeah. the only one who's seen a picture of me in my <laughs> in my graduation year yeah, you I sent a funny mirror selfie <laughs> i've perfected the mirror selfie i make sure it's nice and cruddy before i take the picture make sure my hands <laughs> get a couple little <laughs> Make sure the pants and the shirt aren't matching. And I just see maybe that's why I feel so like free about it. It's just like whatever. I look ugly in that picture post. <laughs> it's funny. And you I, and the boys are all thirsty in the comments section. I'm liking on the comments. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think if you take social media too seriously, it can be very harming and toxic. But if you're like us and you just kind of do whatever you want and just like it's all like for satire and parody, or it's all mm-hmm. ironic. My heart it's... been broke so many times. But yeah, I mean, people. It is kind of annoying when you get those like classic, I guess, like white girl posts on their stories that are like, you know, oh my god, I can't believe that, you know, every the quarantine has been extended. Thank you, everyone, for going outside and getting everybody sick to make this happen so that I don't get to enjoy my my senior year and my summer break. And then, like, less than a week later, it's just a string of, like, hanging out with my besties. <laughs> There's, like, eight people, too, all hugging. It's, n- it's never... Without masks on. With... It's never a corona fit, like, worthy picture. It's... it's... It's just never. It's always just like group hug, high group five, hug. human <laughs> pyramid. <laughs> it's just oh my, and and then plus you're wearing your gown in the ocean. <laughs> I haven't seen too many of those. I've seen a lot. That's why. That's why I said beach because it's always a beach. <laughs> Everyone goes to Ocean City with their graduation outfits. To take their pictures. So oh, I didn't get a real graduation ceremony, but I'm here on the beach, somewhere that I never would have gone otherwise. It's just like it was like maybe maybe it's part of my outcasting feel that we've joked about, or it's just like oh, why wasn't I invited? But then it's like, well, I didn't really care about those people anyways. Yeah, uh, yeah, I I don't really have any of that like you know bitterness over not being invited to things because usually when i see something like that it's like 
if it's someone that you're like kind of close to or something or that you think are like you know like one of your friends possibly and you see that they're like hanging out with like a bunch of people or like a few other people and you're like oh man that kind of sucks i wish i could like be doing that right now but then if you think further into it you realize like i don't really know that i'd like to do that anyways like how how much fun do i really think that that is like does that actually look like a really good time I, I think the real problem is that I, like, we, you and I are the closest middle ground of a long-distance relationship. <laughs> In the way that, like, we talk all the time. I mean, we're not dating, sadly. But, uh, <laughs> but. I mean, don't like, speak too soon yet. <laughs> you know, I, like, we met in person and then I moved not that long afterwards but then we still talk like all the time and we we have a fun time as a friend group even though we're not like in person around each other we have like a youtuber relationship (laughs) yeah we're like we're aware what each other look like but i haven't seen garrett in (laughs) physical realm (laughs) yeah since like eighth grade so yeah but it's just like it was like, okay, well, I can't do that with you. I can't do that with Brian either. I mean, you could do it with Brian. Brian and I do hang out when we try We try our best to hang out. But, I mean, like, it's... I feel like Freaking for us, titan. like, live on the internet, like, being able to, like, play video games and, like, have post them streaming and posting memes and just, like, I don't know. It just is, doing all true. that kind of stuff. I mean... Our way of hanging out is just like going on Xbox or getting on Discord, like getting on Discord and watching videos and just like trashing them, or getting on Xbox, and like playing some competitive game and not taking it seriously or something. Yeah, we're, you know, we're too like, I'm not saying we're always right, but I feel like we're generally in like the common sense. Like when we were, like we clowned um, the, the black square. And I feel like, <laughs> and I feel like yeah, we should. I think that was made up by, a bunch of like white people who were that thought that they were helping support black lives matter but in reality we're just drowning out all the real good information that was being spread through social media okay see i'm a because <laughs> we're like sinking the ship before it even gets out of the dock by bringing this up but what I, my point is i'm not saying supporting it is wrong i'm not no, saying no. i'm not saying like the fact that you did that, like, oh, you're a disgusting person. I'm just saying that. How come no one else was really talking about this until it became like a weird Instagram trend? And then all these activists, all these teenagers who I, I'm about to reveal something. I've been a proud like talker about getting Black Lives Matter. Like, I've run mentoring programs, I've gone to speeches. You've, I even have a post on Instagram of me at a protest, like a peaceful protest. But it's just like, why Why is all of a sudden everyone's like, oh, this is what's wrong. You're the problem. Like everywhere on Instagram, the stories, it's just the same stories that everyone's found and they're posting it. It's just like I mean, spreading information isn't an issue, though. Like, I feel like the issue is that, like, you'll see these people like, like mostly white people and also a lot of them female that will like post the black square say like black lives matter and then two days later back to posting selfies and pictures on the beach and you know hanging out chilling with the buds kind of thing 
And it's like, well, what did you do to help the cause? I think that's why. Did you spread awareness? Did you sign petitions? Did you go to protest? Did, Did you support any like actual meaningful things that are happening? I I don't know. It just feels like a lot of like the black people death that people are like kind of learning about and all like the injustices. It's kind of like every black person myself and avid like we talk about this at the mentoring program. We're always having conversations about this and making sure like younger generations of kids are learning. It's especially black males. It just felt like I I knew that this kind of stuff was awful and I did stuff to help it and I didn't make it public on Instagram. But yeah. I, I understand that putting it out there is important, but I don't want to be like, the like, look what I'm doing kind of guy. So I just did it in justice. And I had talked about it at school a few times, but it feels like it's only minorities that talk about it. And then the second, a trend or like, everyone's like, like no one's saying if you don't po- post at Black Square, you're racist. No one's saying no. that, but it's being treated like that. Yeah. That's the issue. Like, uh, and then you'll get like the, like the white girl post of like you know staying silent in the face of injustice is taking the side of the oppressor but like posting a black square and then posting your selfies the day after is uh, you're not really ta- you're basically staying silent you're also it, making it worse out the good information that's being spread from actual like organizations that are trying to push information through because like maybe the media isn't covering things that are happening especially not in like your specific area it just it's more that i it's like i'm like okay i'm glad support i mean any acknowledgement is clear but like the second everyone's like this is happening blah, 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 it was like well this has been happening yeah it's been happening for a long time and i like i knew it was happening a lot of the black community knew it was happening it's just that white people didn't know it was happening yeah which i don't understand how People can be that naive. It, it's literally it a stereotype, and people aren't aware of it. It's like, it's like, it's almost like people think that, like, you know, when like the Boondocks joke about like black people getting shot on sight by police, that they think that it's just like something random that the writers made up. But it's like, no, they they take real political commentary and twi- spin it to make it comedic. That's Not that also. We're not like, we're not saying it's not okay like to watch that and laugh, but it's like you just gotta know the underlying me. Yeah, I know. Well, that's the thing though, is like people will watch that and they'll laugh and be like, ah, that's funny that they made that up. But it's like it's got some truth behind it. A decent yeah. amount of truth behind it. Yeah, but I mean that's just my personal opinion. It's just like, oh you you did the bare minimum. Great. You're sharing information. That's good, but like what what are you doing? Like even me right now, we're running the meetings through Zoom, and we're still talking about ways that we can make sure that we can do this like online. Yeah, I I went to a protest. I would like to go to more, but you know, some sometimes I just can't. And I don't. And everyone's like, this is probably like blowing everyone's mind right now. Everyone's like, I didn't know Rob was such like a political archivist about this kind of stuff. It was just like it's because I didn't make it. I didn't have to stuff it in your face. Like I didn't have to go on. I didn't have to go on Instagram and be like, "This is this guy died getting choked out." What are you doing right now? Also, I feel like you can't just for some just because someone's doing something that is like 
you're not helping me support black people in a, in a way to a degree. You can't just call them racist out of nowhere. Cause now like I mean, you are not to say that you're like middle ground, but you're, you're obviously very far on the side of black lives matter. Like good. most people should be, you know, in my opinion, but like there's people, there's a lot of people that are like on the radical side where like, if you aren't, actively supporting with donations and going to protests and things then you are racist and i feel like i mean obviously you're taking in my opinion a more logical approach but then again for some of the stubborn white people out there it kind of takes calling them racist to get them to actually do something more than just posting a black square okay let me let me say i get what you're saying because i do like no behind the scenes supporter I'm not saying those crazy, like the, I'm not going to say crazy, but the more, you know, like Black Lives Matter signs everywhere, posting only about it, talking about it, crazy. I We need them. Yes. I don't, I don't want to be, I'm just not that person is what I mean. Yeah, I, I, I get that. I don't want to be them, but you're, I'm not, I'm not like a crazy person but you're still very much a supporter i don't want to be like oh i'm the face of it no i don't want to do that i want to i'll do everything i can to support it but it's just like there's there were pe- people were born to do that kind of job you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like to be up yeah. there like i even told you like my dad and i recently we've read the whole autobiography of malcolm x mm-hmm. with stuff that's still i mean still relevant today i recommend people read that but the point is like even he wasn't really perfect in the way he looked at the scenario he was in. Like, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what happens throughout the book. He, he first starts off with just like, he's saying white people are the devil. They're like the worst kinds of people. Disgusting. But then he finds out cause he travels a lot. He finds out that there's white people outside of America or even in America that aren't racist like that like aren't doing awful things and his philosophy keeps changing where he's realizing where he's like okay all white people aren't bad but white people have to want to change first before i change my outlook on them mm-hmm. it's so it's like i'm not i'm not trying to be like oh white people just stop doing this blah, blah, blah. I'm, I'm just saying like do like do more and i'm not saying don't post you Freaking as much as I hate it, I'm not saying don't post your senior pictures of you with your friends. You shouldn't be because we have corona. But, yeah, you should. You shouldn't be doing that. But, but if you're just, gonna do it, I guess you might as well just post about it since you're going to anyways. Yeah, I was like, dude, post. I mean, I'm not saying don't be. I mean, I'm in a unique scenario where this is the first time I've really been crazy about it. And on my Instagram, you're not going to see anything about it. I'm going to continue posting just stupid selfies and memes, mm-hmm. but. It's just like posting one black square or going in your store. Like all like I see maybe a few people go on their stories and like record themselves talking about it. And it's like, okay, cool, this is fine and dandy, but where were you before this happened? Yeah, that's true. It's been happening, but all of a sudden now it's like everyone's assembling together, like like the curtain's just been pulled and like it's like, oh all the all these police officers are killing people. And it's just yeah, like it's it was just like, oh, it's like, exactly. It's like, oh, really? <laughs> like, I per- like, see, the problem is, the o- I plan to keep it this way, by the way. The only thing that's, re- I haven't been in that scenario before. I've never been, I'm going to keep it that way, but I've never been like in a scenario where my race has ever really mattered. 
where it was just like, oh, like, I mean, like, when I see this as a problem, when I say this, I don't mean like, oh, being black doesn't matter. I mean, like, no one's been like racist to me before. Yeah, no one's like deliberately called Yeah, no you one's out. been like, oh, I'm not going to let you do this. And it's like, why? It was like, because. never been to the yeah, it's just like we're, <laughs> I'm from Texas. Yeah, but you were in like nice, nice neighborhood Texas. You were in like cool true. Texas. You're like keep tech, you keep Houston weird kind of Texas. That is true. <laughs> but it's just like it's like I'm just gonna stay that way. But I am aware that that happens to a lot of other people. But it's just like it's just like I'm coming in from a completely like i feel like if i can be this passionate about about it and i technically don't have a source material like there shouldn't be really an excuse for everyone not being about it yeah that's very true like like, yeah it's not hard to sign petitions or go like protest or you know just just be active in the community it's not hard to do uh you just have to do it um and like like i've done things i mean i obviously i haven't done enough as much as i've wanted to but i also am not just gonna i'm not doing it to post is one of the things that i really don't like is like i'm not doing it so that i have something to post and be like look at me look at how good i'm doing i won't even say what i have done because i don't want that recognition i just i know to myself that i've that i have you know contributed and that's all that matters to me. I don't care if other people know or anything like that. I just, I want to support it, so I will. And more people need to, I mean, not to say that, like, I'm the perfect example of, like, a white oh, person. Oh, no, I'm not either. I was just saying. But, like, more people need to just be okay with doing your part and not having to get recognition for it. And just uh, stop calling people out who aren't doing anything making them racist you're not helping you're pushing them farther away truly unless they're like like the crazy races that you think of like stereotypical it's like literally the twitter like the twitter neo-nazis that are trying to organize lynchings like, like if someone hasn't posted a black square or they're just like minding their own business maybe doing stuff behind the scenes like they, you can do stuff behind the scenes you don't have to be at a protest have to see a black square in their profile to know that they're you know not racist or something so because attacking them just makes them feel like well then it it can i feel like it personally confuses them because it's like well i do believe in this stuff but now i'm being attacked for people thinking i do yeah we got politically charged in this one (laughs) i'm I'm, I'm telling we totally just sunk the ship before it even left port. <laughs> Do we have to unlist this video and we weeks or... right. I mean <laughs> next episodes will probably be a little bit happier. We'll have to counteract this. We're gonna have to get somebody on. We have to get a guest on that'll keep us away from our politically charged views on I don't know. Life. I think maybe we got it out. I think we might get a little bit of it out for the second episode. It's gonna be like Let's talk about music and candy. <laughs> Let's talk about prancing through the meadows. I mean, we can yeah. talk about. I mean, I guarantee between you and I, YouTube and school, we can talk about like you. Like, if I could go back, YouTube is great. It's just mm-hmm. that, like, in all three of the things we've just talked about, it's just like, it's just you just have to be like 
the big person. Like it's like school. It's like whatever. Realize that most of these people don't matter. You're never gonna see them again. Yeah. Um, I'm not gonna be the guy that says don't get into a relationship, but I would say wait until like senior, like junior year, someone of your age in junior year, because freshman yeah. year, because yeah, freshman. Don't date a freshman. Don't date a freshman. Yeah, I'll I'll be up and say I've. I've dated someone in all four of my years of being existing. And <laughs> this is going to make me seem like such a pompous asshole. But I was going to say the only one that really mattered to me that even meant like, it was like craziest bit. Like I was thinking about the future. Like, what could we do that? I still even think about today. Even was the relationship I had in senior, senior year. Like freshman me was a different person. Sophomore me, different person. Junior me freaking crumbling at the seams and senior me senior me was just like it's the closest to how i am now and i just felt like the relationship that i had with that person was the most like this is who i am they like who i am and like you know what i could see myself in the future with this person it didn't turn out that way but i feel like like freshman me was kind of like uh who cares like freshman and so i'm sorry to anyone i dated freshman <laughs> sophomore now, year you really gotta hope that these people do not do not um, listen to this you know what it's average more fair. I you know what i'll throw it out there i don't hate these people <laughs> none of them did me that's not true none of them meant to do me dirty it's just that like there's no way that they can be like I mean, if they personally feel that way, I'd be happy to have like a phone call with them, and we can have an actual discussion about it. But I didn't. I didn't hate them. Like they have to agree that they were different. Like I'm still, quote unquote, friends with most of these people. So it's like I was like, you can't be mad at me for saying this when you were a different person. You know, like we're all we all grew. And you know what? I should be okay that I made progress and that the one that really mattered the most to me was towards the end of my progress when I was the closest to being an adult. Mm-hmm. YouTube, I'm just kind of doing it over. YouTube, once again, we're going to do YouTube. Yeah. I'm throwing yeah. it out there just so we're just obligated to now. I, if we don't get famous, it's who cares? We're doing this for us. Like I know yeah. that's what every YouTuber does. But it's just like someone hates us. I mean, cool. That's like, true. I'll I be mean, honest. I yeah, I don't like, really care about the hate. I guarantee, if we start getting like like hater comments, I'm just gonna go on my personal YouTube, like, cause uh, just to kind of like explain probably what we're gonna do as a group is Robbie and myself and the other people that are in our like close friend group. Friend group, yeah. Are probably gonna do like a like a community style YouTube channel where we do like more like you know video game stuff and the, just funny things that we think are funny that we just want to share with people in case anybody cares um and then we probably all might do a little bit of whatever our favorite content is on personal channels but i mean if we're start if we get like random hater comments on our like collective youtube channel i i mean i don't care i'm probably going to go on there and just <laughs> Like your comment, pin it, and then uh, I think everybody can see that and probably reply to you with a real nice, a real heartfelt message. Because at least you know, at least it's interaction. I mean, it's just because we. It's just because 
our friend group is so like condensed it's like there's really truly around like five people that it's like i four mainly four or five people that like i care about thinking about this and they're doing the project with me yeah. so so it's like yeah it's whatever and i feel like youtube has become a thing in a lot of people people's eyes where it's like their dream career and like they really want to do this for their job because they can make money and then like play video games or something and we just want to like, do it for fun yeah i i feel like more people need to just just do youtube because you enjoy making content and posting it for people to to like laugh about and just forget the garbage stuff that happens in day-to-day life um, um i, so. I want to bring up freaking i've told about two people this probably but you're one of them okay <laughs> Or, uh, I'm writing currently for a webcomic I plan on making. And I'll be honest with you, I was about to, like, fan bases are important. We're not saying, like, whatever, do whatever you want. If you have a fan base, it doesn't matter what they think. I'm just saying that, like, don't let them beat you down out of what you love. Because personally, I'm my worst critic. And I was, I'm writing for a webcomic that I've told a few people of. Don't swarm me with about making it political or anything. I've already had two people <laughs> ask ask me if it's political or not. It's not. It's never. I'm never gonna be that person. But I was gonna give up on it until I had a conversation about this with one of my friends. You know what I'll say, Kayla. I had this conversation with my friend Kayla, and she. I told her I wanted to do a web comic, and she was ecstatic about it or at least i hope she was judging by what she said and just having one fan who would be interested in in reading something that i wrote and drew and all that stuff made me want to do it Mm -hmm. it's like it was like that's one fan that's one person who who would like to read something i create i should at least see how it plays out yeah i feel like when creating content in general you do it for yourself and you do it for the people that like it and if people are gonna hate it who cares whatever and if you can make money off of it, that's great. But I feel like in the end, you should be doing it because you like to do it and because other people really enjoy to consume that content, you know? So that's kind of that. Um, yeah. So lots it's of fine. things to come us, you know, regarding YouTube and things like that. It's fine. Just find yourself a stable group. Yeah. This, this final really chaotically grouped. We need to work on a <laughs> need to work you... on a little more organized. But you know, it's episode one. Give me a break. <laughs> I feel like it was good. <laughs> well, I guess I guess we'll just go ahead and do a little wrap up real quick. So, this was NSFA episode one uh, with Robbie and Garrett. We are. Uh, Probably going to do it weekly, so whenever this comes out, a week from then, should, if we have correct planning and internet speeds and everything, week from whenever this comes out will be episode two, where we talk about more fun things and less politics. So, yeah. 